Hey everyone, I hope your new year is doing pretty well. Um, it's good to be back. We have a new podcast episode, and I've interviewed Edward Drake, and he is the director of the Detective Night trilogy. The final installment of this trilogy, Detective Night Independence, is coming out this Friday from Lionsgate. And I hope you all get to enjoy this interview as we talk about what is one of Bruce Willis's final movies. Uh, but this is the last. Yeah, the last Bruce movie, End of an Era. It is. And uh, I got to say, I really enjoyed Independence. Because um, once again, you not only did Bruce, like, I really, what I really liked about in this one was we actually get Detective Knight's full backstory this time around. And that's what yeah. I really liked. Like, the first two films, kind of we knew a little bit about him and a little bit more with Redemption. Now yep. here we understand the full story of who Detective Knight is. And that's just brilliant how you pulled it off. Oh, thank you. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it was a really fun uh, idea of just peeling back the layers uh, of who Bruce is as the, or Bruce's character Knight is as we go through this trilogy. And I am, yeah, I'm pretty stoked. It's crazy. The critics really like this one for some reason, um, which I'm very grateful for. I never care about the critics. I yeah. still do but they like it. So I'm, um, yeah, uh, it just goes to, um, yeah, show the passion and the ingenuity of the cast and crew is, uh, is being received well. So yeah. Very yeah. And one, one character I really liked in this movie is actually the film's antagonist, Desi. Jack mm-hmm. Kilmer did a tremendous job on this. I loved his story where he was this kid with a dream and, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't get, what he wanted because you know he, his father pressured him yep. and then you know he did the closest thing he could to get in that dream was being an emt but then his actions were that of a police officer because he still had that notion in his head that he wanted to live the dream yep. but once that came at a price that's when we get to see him slowly unhinge into what would be this final showdown and what was it like with working with jack on this one because like I said, he did tremendously on this one. He did a great job. I can't speak highly enough about Jack. I mean, he is he's such a singular presence. And he has this performance style that he's mastered, which is like a, a quiet intensity that just pulls you in. Um, it, to his credit, uh, Jack got the role like two days before we shot because there was another actor who uh, backed out due to health reasons. And we'd been working with them for a while, creating a completely different view of Jack, of uh, Jack's character, Desi. And then at the end, and then of course, everything in life happens for a reason or reasons. And uh, yeah, to, to Jack's credit, he just, he read the material, he saw the character and he, uh yeah he internalized so much of the drama as well which i I think is great because it creates this dark mirror effect with bruce's character knight where in a different world uh knight and desi are two of the best partners that they could ever look for but because desi has allowed himself to be brainwashed and gone down this path um it makes him just as formidable as as knight and more dangerous in a lot of ways yeah believer is driven by a, an ideal rather than just a simple desire to you know steal and make money 
exactly. And I like the return of Godwin in this one, but I got to face it, man. He wasn't like he wasn't rogue rogue. He was sort of like a, an ally tonight, but he kind of had his, you know, his doubts. Now mm-hmm. here he's like full total a-hole with when it comes to night, like he, the way he treats them, it's like, it's like they went from being like acquaintances and somewhat allies to like full blown rivalry within the police force. But still, I think it worked out really well considering what the situation was. Yeah. And that was actually a, a note that came from a, uh, a friend who works in the LAPD. And he said, look, if we see some guys get away with crazy shit and then the union has their back for better or worse, right or wrong, like it rubs other people the wrong way. And if you've got a, like, not to make it a terrible pun, but, you know, a, a night like figure like Godwin who sees himself as representing more than, you know, I'm not just a guy who catches bad guys. I'm holding up the ideals of the police force yet. I'm having to work side by side, shoulder to shoulder with someone like detective Knight, who is constantly getting passes. Who's constantly just eking through with his version of justice and not the justice of, you know, modern policing that he would be an asshole and there would be open resentment. And I thought that was just a night. And that resentment manifests in the wrong ways. And that resentment, it like Godwin's not wrong. And Knight is definitely in the wrong. But the unintended consequence is that because of Godwin, he plays a major, like Godwin plays a major uh, role in being the catalyst for Desi's descent into psychosis. Yeah, exactly. And what I, I what one scene that really struck me was the scene between Knight and Burnham, his um, played by Dina Meyer. I loved the, this had to be my favorite line in the movie where she asked him, "What do you think a good cop is?" And his response was, "I don't get enough sleep. And it's only because that way others can sleep well." I, I that line really struck me right there because we understand why Knight is committed to his job and why, as a result he lost his family in some part, but it's because he, in a way he's protecting his family and everyone else, despite the fact that it came at a price. Knight is Batman. Yeah. He's, he has to sacrifice so many of his own personal relationships uh, in pursuit of what he thinks is this higher ideal of justice. And of course, you know, the catalyst for that goes back to his childhood witnessing the death of, um, you know, his father uh, and just this general violence that lurks within him, a darkness that he would be a great bank robber. Like, but he wouldn't be robbing in the same way that Desi isn't robbing, really robbing the banks for the money or robbing the bank for the money. Knight wouldn't rob a bank for the money. He'd do it for the thrill. He'd do it for the the challenge of can I get away with it? Uh, And all that feeds back into... Desi went one way at a certain point in his young life and Knight went another way. And that's where Knight's idea of what makes a good cop is like has been formed and solidified. And he's, that's how he's been walking through the world ever since. Yeah. So for those who have not seen his trilogy yet, I would best, I think Edward just nailed it on the head. Detective Knight is pretty much Batman without the mask or the costume. He's just, he's so just got that spirit. He's got the spirit. Yep. That invokes, you know, he's pretty much is Batman, just not wearing the mask, you know, so that's the best way to describe it. 
Yeah, so uh, I don't know if I'm supposed I'm allowed to talk about this, but Bruce was up for Bruce was offered Batman at one point. And he's always said that that might be the role that he wishes he had to said yes to. You know, I think I did hear, I think I read something about that, that he was. Oh, is that out there? I think, oh, okay. I think it might have been. Good. But even if it wasn't, I, I, yeah. if it was back then, back when the Tim Burton era, I think I would have, I could have seen Bruce play Batman. Because if he yeah. could channel that energy like he did with this role, that I would have been, I would have still watched him because he, he would have been, I think he would have made a good Batman. I think he would have caught, captured the Bruce Wayne, uh, like that duality between who Bruce Wayne has to be and who Batman has to be. And um, yeah, it was only during shooting these movies that uh, we were talking about the, the whole Batman and like the offer and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, dude, that's a, we, that's a different universe. Like without, you know, uh, I think it, it would probably be the Michael Keaton version. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking that too. That was it would definitely be that. that was Tim yeah. Burton, right? Yeah, the Tim Burton era would have been. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like pre George Clooney. Yeah, I mean that we would. God, what would superhero movies look like if that had have happened? Yeah, that's that just would, sliding That would have been insane. Yeah. And I like the fact. I like the fact that he, uh, in the way, Detective Mike was so lost in translation. You know, with losing his personal relationships, that he still treat like he still sees his daughter as. A little girl but it's clear that she's not a little girl anymore you know she's gone her own path you know mm-hmm. and i'm not spoiling anything but you know i mean i was surprised i first saw the movie i was surprised on the connect like who his daughter was and you know and when you when people see this and they find out who his daughter is i think mm-hmm. they're they're going to be in for a, a little bit of a shock because that was yeah. a good setup i gotta admit i was thinking it was one character throughout the movie and then it's like when it's revealed, I'm like, whoa, whoa that was not expecting that. <laughs> no. Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, that was always part of the, yeah, you nailed it. He's so locked into his work that he hasn't, he literally hasn't seen his daughter grow up. And he's still buying the same, like, I thought this was, this was the cheesiest part of the, probably the whole trilogy with the teddy bear thing. But um, uh, Bruce really liked it. He improvised the little teddy bear dance, uh, which I thought was really weird. I was like, what? Oh, that's fun. All right, that works. Cool. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Man, I, I got to say, this this whole trilogy was was amazing. Um, and, you Thanks, know, not, not just because it's holiday themes, but like you said, I mean, you get to learn a little bit about Detective Knight, and yet a lot of the focus was on the antagonists in each film. You know, you had Casey in the first one, you had Ricky in the second one, this one you have Desi. But mm-hmm. it helps knowing about the antagonist to see who Detective Knight is because I feel like a part of him is within the antagonist with each film. Absolutely. Like they related to him. Uh, yeah, and his his actions, um, you know, the the idea of look, he's this is a version of John McClane. This is a version of all like um uh, all of the characters Bruce has ever played as a cop rolled into one. And then we're looking at deconstructing what the consequence of that behavior is. So all of these villains that he's faced over the course of the trilogy were created first. And then I went back and I wanted to see how, what challenges they would pose a certain character. And that is how Knight was formed. Knight was formed by the villains, not the other way around. So it's that interesting 
like meta mishmash of how you know we we interpret art these days which is well you can't view art now without understanding the history sometimes of you know the artist who was involved with it all that sort of thing so yeah yep yeah exactly and man i gotta say this if if Bruce Wells is going go out with a bang this is it this is total this is the way to end to end a prolific career i mean this was an amazing trilogy and i highly recommend this to anyone you know but um Dude, what's thank next? You so much, I, I uh i what's next um that's a great question and it's probably a break it's probably maybe this is the last movie i ever make I don't know. Yeah, you, you you shot this what twenty four days and three movies in twenty four days. That's just mind blowing. Yeah, and it's yeah. Uh, what yeah. I need to do is I need to find good people to work with to remind yeah. myself why I like to make movies. And until then, I think I'm just going to go um, live in a live in my car again. <laughs> I don't know. So who knows what the future holds? I've got a. I was very fortunate to work on this documentary. Um, uh called mandy's mountain and that's going to come out this year and that was the best thing i ever did for my soul it's the most incredible story i've ever heard and i'm, I'm so grateful i got to play a small role in uh, helping mandy uh helping share mandy's story with the world um but mandy's mountain will hopefully come out later this year and uh yeah we'll just find good people and good projects to work on but until then uh just take a take a breath that's good and i gotta say i hope these people you worked with in with this trilogy you know like paul johansson jack kilmer incredible oh yeah lachlan monroe i hope you get a chance to work with these guys again somewhere somewhere down the line like i guess yeah there's very few people i'll say this about but if lachlan monroe ever ever needs anything if he needs a kidney if he needs my car if he needs what a a hair for a hair transplant because i know he's getting up there i'm there he's He's a saint. He's a a man among men. Kind of, no one will ever be able to say a bad thing about that man. He's a and he's a great actor as well. He is. He's yeah. definitely a great actor. He's actually one of my favorites. I mean, I can go as far back as the '90s with Night at the Roxbury, where he had that comedian. You know, he started out with comedy, and then he yes. did it for me was in Riverdale as um, Betty's dad, and that that right there, I knew right then there he was going to be yeah. amazing. I mean, his career, his work. I mean. Freaking Clint Eastwood in Unforgiven. Every time we hang out, I have to sneak in like a, a Clint question. And uh, yeah, he's got some great stories. But Monroe, the Monroe Fan Appreciation Society, we're the two founding members. There we go. That's it. Yeah. So Dude. Detective Night Independence is coming out this Friday, January 20th. And this was, this is one, this is an amazing capper to an amazing trilogy with one of the greatest actors out there. Mm-hmm. And who better than Edward to have taken on this task and doing such a hell of a job. So Edward, man, thank you so much again for thank you, bringing Detective Knight to us. And, and I, if you, if you're back, if you come back doing stuff again, I'm, I'm there hands down. I'm there. Yeah, man. Thank you so much, dude. Thank you for your support over the years. I really appreciate it. No problem, man. And you take care. Yeah. Thank you. You too. Let's see right. you later. Be good. See ya. I hope you enjoyed that interview. Um, Detective Night Independence will be out this Friday in select theaters on demand and digital from Lionsgate. If you like this episode, uh, check out the rest of the World Flow Geek podcast on Anchor and Spotify. 
And if you want to see the video version of this interview, check out our YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, and you know, hit the bell for notifications. So until then, see you guys next time. Thank you.